Welcome to this episode of the Biblical Theology Briefing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Harmon, joined in our virtual studio by my good friend, my fellow New Testament scholar and biblical theologian, the one, the only, Ben Glad. Ben, how you doing? Oh, I am just terrific. It's November 2nd. It's 30-something degrees outside. It feels like winter. I haven't. Have you busted out any Christmas music today? Now, see, I, I am a strict no Christmas music before Thanksgiving person. Amen. Amen. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there. I'm really curious to see how many people have started the process because it's it's cold yeah. where we are, and I think it's colder than usual across the U.S. And I suspect my sense is that most people have broken that seal. Yeah, I, you're probably right. Um, do you have any people who have already put up Christmas decorations? You know, I asked somebody that just yesterday, and they said they were going to start this weekend. And it's too early. Like, I, there's is. no way. There's no way. Now, does that same person already have Halloween decorations that they're just swapping out? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's true. They go right from Halloween to Christmas. There is no harvest. Mm-hmm. There is no fall. Right? It goes from yeah. pumpkin tree. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, did you take... Well, your kids are getting older now. Do they still go trick or treating? Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, they're they're all in. So Judas thirteen, and that's kind of a sweet spot. Simon's ten, so there's still a Halloween magic. Uh, Judah managed to bring bring home thirteen pounds of candy. Uh, <laughs> wow. uh, Simon probably about a fourth of that. Yeah, there it's way too much candy. The problem is, I just saw yesterday that the average, a lot of people gain about eight pounds between now. <laughs> and new year's and this is exactly why i mean yeah you know i've got i'm three twix deep you know <laughs> on november 1st yeah you know, we got reesey yeah it's really bad yeah so do you have a set tax rate that you tax your children's candy haul on or do you just just dip into whatever yeah. you want so it's a heat bars. I really like, I'm such an old man. I know that's what old people eat, <laughs> but I really like the heat bars. What about you? I'm more of a Reese's peanut butter cup person, to be you honest. Are, yeah. yeah. Classic. And that's good. Yeah. No, I'm not excluding Reese's. Reese's would probably be my number two. Yeah. Hard to beat the combination of chocolate and peanut butter. Oh man. The problem is because of inflation and everything, there's they're much smaller now you know the packaging may be the same but when you when you break it out it's much smaller it's probably three quarters of what it used to be yeah that's true that's true all right so uh if you want to get in touch with us uh you can find each of us individually on twitter but we do have a twitter feed for the show at bt briefing pod and you can uh email the show uh bib theo briefing pod at gmail.com it has been a long time since we have uh, recorded an episode. I was, we were talking about this before we started recording. It's been since July <laughs> since we've done this. I was a different person. I was a different person <laughs> in July. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I was too. I'm pretty sure I, I, I was too. Um, I was so, three pounds lighter. Yeah. In light okay. of Halloween. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, why don't you update uh, our, our listeners on uh, – what are you teaching this this semester at uh, at RTS there? 
yeah, I'm only teaching one class. Uh, there's a there's an imbalance in my schedule this year, just how things worked out. So I'm only teaching one in the fall, Greek exegesis, but then I'll teach uh, five in the spring. So I, you know, I'm enjoying it now. I'm getting a lot of work done uh, as far as writing in those things. But as soon as the spring starts, I'm full full bore into yeah. uh, into teaching. What are you? You've got Greek. What else are you teaching? So that's all I've got right now. So similar oh, wow, to you, there you go. I mean, there we do. At Grace, we do essentially eight week sessions. So our semester's broken. Oh, in half. Okay. So okay. okay. Uh, first session I did Greek one. Second session I'm doing Greek two right now. So, um, yeah, just in- introducing students wow. to the joys of Greek. Amen. So, um, and we've got ETS coming up. Are you doing anything? You doing any papers? Uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, a paper. At both ETS and SBL. So at ETS, I'm doing a paper on typology. Mm -hmm. And and then at SBL, I'm doing a paper on the authorship of 2 Peter. Oh, wow. How about that? So yeah, what about about you? Are you doing anything? No, praise the Lord. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just showing up and talking to people. <laughs> low stress. Low yeah, stress. It's great. hard. Those papers are difficult. Yeah. 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 I'm really excited. I'm really excited about going somewhere and not talking. Yeah. And not <laughs> teaching. It's an amazing thing, man. Yeah. You should try it one year. I, well, I, I. Well, I'm already committed next year, so. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Maybe, maybe maybe the year after yeah. I'll try it again. That that, that sounds well, fun. Nikki's, Nikki's coming this year with me, so yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. It's been a long time since she's been able to join me, so we're going to have a good time. We'll see the Alamo, eat copious amounts of Mexican food, chips and yeah. salsa. So I'm, you know, I'm all in. Yeah. Speaking of which, we have to we have to uh, maybe connect with our friend at uh, at Lexum about our uh, annual annual event. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's well, it's it's so nice to hang out with publishers and yeah, their ensuing meals. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, well, another big thing that's happening at ETS is that people can get their copy of the brand new, freshly minted dictionary of the New Testament use of the Old Testament, and so that's what we're going to talk about uh, today. So. Um, all right. Why don't you walk us through how this project came about? Because I'm sure our listeners are, many of our listeners at least, are, are familiar with the commentary on the New Testament use of the Old Testament that came out, what was that, like 2007 or 8? Yeah, okay. It's like 7, I think it's 7. And uh, so tell us about this dictionary of the New Testament use of the Old Testament. Yeah, so this is a great. That's a great question, and um, it goes back to about six years ago. I was teaching. I was teaching. I think a class on old and the new, or uh, or it was a discussion on old and the new. And I was telling my students, okay, for this you've got to go to this volume. For that you got to go to this volume. You know, it there just is not a single volume where all of these issues are discussed. So on my way home, I remember driving and turning into my neighborhood. I had the thought there needs to be a dictionary on the New Testament use of the old. And that was fall of uh, 17 when I had that thought. So 
I kind of collect my thoughts. I start to sketch it out. Uh, what would the dictionary look like? And then at ETS in San Antonio of 2017, so six years ago, almost to the week, I Greg Beal and I had dinner together, and I, maybe his wife was there too. I can't remember, but I know that he and I were were eating Mexican food, of course, um, <laughs> over margaritas, of course. And I said, Doc, I've got an idea, and I think. I think you would like to do something like this. And so he, he was like, this is a great idea. So the next morning he met with Jim Kinney, or I can't remember if I met with them, but he immediately approached Baker and, and Baker was excited. Baker was like, yes, let's, yeah. let's keep talking about this. And, and then Bill was like, all right, we got to get Carson. And so then Beal reached out to Carson and Carson reached out to Andy Nacelli. And that was six years ago. And then in the spring of 18, I suppose, somewhere in there, spring of 18, we signed contracts and lined up all the contributors and the rest is history. It's It's been a fast six years because of just how much work it takes to produce something like this. But I'm glad it's here, and I and I got to be honest. I think it's better than what I had envisioned. Mm-hmm. I think the quality of it is higher, and the scope is broader. And yeah, I mean, I'm I think that this is just a terrific volume, and I and I'm trying to be objective there, but yeah. I really do think that this is an unusually good volume. So uh, it, you may not know the exact number off the top of your head. Maybe you do, but like so about how many contributors about how many different separate you know, articles I, are we talking it's about 140 ish articles um okay. some of those are written by the same author i don't sure. know how many different authors i i should know that number but i don't uh 50 something maybe more i i i, I don't know that i i really i mean i could i could look it up i i don't um, I mean, looking at the, I don't have that offhand. It's pretty, at, it's a lot. Yeah. At the contributors page, I, I would, I'm just eyeballing it real quick. I mean, I, it's gotta be at least 50. I think it's at least 50. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, and, and really, um, even just looking at this, um, what's, what's impressive is, um, that there's so many contributors and, with a few exceptions, almost every contributor did like one or two articles. There's a few Correct. who did like who did like four or five, like Dan Gertner. Right, did. like Dan Gertner. Oh, he did a massive yeah. amount. I don't yeah. know how many. I, I again, I could look this up. How many words he did? But it's. I think he did the most work out of any contributor. It, yeah, it, it was very impressive. Yeah, but uh, it just speaks to your guys's commitment of um, trying to get as many qualified Mm -hmm. high level folks uh to contribute on areas that they are in fact experts on Mm -hmm. to to, Mm -hmm. uh to do these articles so um before we get into some of the details of the articles and how the project is structured uh i think our listeners at least some of them would be interested what does the editorial process for something like this look like because you've got four editors listed it's you, uh, Andy Nacelli, uh, Don Carson, and Greg Beal. So, 
Um, what is what does the process even look like for uh, for the editorial stream on that? You don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> it's you really don't. No, you really don't. It's that complex. So I early on, I immediately. So when when you have a project this big, I mean, it's about nine hundred thousand words. Mm-hmm. thousand pages something like that and uh when you have a project this big there cannot be a couple people doing that you've got to have one point man in the project it's who who manages the contributors and who act as a sort of a mediator between the contributors and the publishing house so yep. i took it upon myself I'm, this was my idea and i was the point man here so I became the project manager, the de facto project manager. So I sort of all oversaw the whole project from start to finish and um, got involved in pretty much every part of the process. Now, the mm-hmm. way that we did it, and this is where Andy, so Andy had worked with Don uh, on the NIV Biblical Theology Study Bible. And yes. he had, so Andy had taken what he had learned from that project and applied it to this. And so mm-hmm. Andy had this way of, managing the project through google docs and that was really a huge um that was a great way for us to all work collaboratively because that way we didn't have to email back and forth we just all used the same document and we just used the same links and then we could let the publishers in and they could view the Mm -hmm. documents and so we had all of these different layouts and spreadsheets and all of our comments. So the way that it worked is that I would, I would first read the essay, Andy would read the essay, and then Greg would read the essay, and then Don would read the essay. And so we would have all of these comments on every single essay. And then I would go back to the contributor and say, here are our comments, uh, please address them. And then they would fix it. And then I would make sure that, that their revisions were appropriate. So I would mm-hmm. just kind of clean that up. So we did that a hundred and however many times, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's hard. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I mean, everybody worked really hard. Uh, Greg, Andy and Don, I mean, it really, we spent a long time working, uh, working together and, and through it. And I, I, I hope it's worth it. I, I think it was worth it. Yeah. I think it will be uh, having seen uh having seen the the final product here um uh at least in <clears throat> in digital form i'm still a little salty i haven't gotten my hard copy yet but uh maybe by the time this episode drops uh it'll be uh it'll be you'll get head. it you'll get it i don't know <laughs> it, how many copies you'll get i don't know if you get one I assume or just two one. i assume just one yeah probably but i i mean you know ben i i, I have a little ptsd from a previous experience where a publisher we will not name we will <laughs> we will not name the publisher yes we will I, we... I thought of that i thought of that <laughs> but anyway um okay so uh tell me about uh how is this different from the commentary on the New Testament use of the Old Testament? Because I could imagine somebody doing, well, how how is this different than what was done uh, in the original project? I get that question all the time, Matt, all the time. That's the number one question that I'm asked. And the answer is this. So when when you see the word dictionary, it's not 
a dictionary in the sense of, well, this word means that. This word means that. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. This dictionary is sort of in the genre of Bible dictionaries, which means mm -hmm. encyclopedia. I mean, it really, all these dictionaries should be called encyclopedias because that's what this is. This yeah. is an encyclopedia of the New Testament use of the old. Um, and so what that means is we tackle all sorts of issues related to this field. So we have surveys of the Old Testament use of the Old Testament. Well, what is that? So Isaiah's use of the Old Testament, Malachi's use of... So in other words, you have later Old Testament authors using previous Old Testament material. And so mm -hmm. tracing all of that, we go from Genesis all the way through Malachi. And then, uh, which is, again... Nobody has a, a volume on this um, outside of uh, like a snitcher's volume or something. Uh, so we included that here. Obviously, the New Testament use of the old. Every New Testament book examines the old. But then we have – so so the, those would be unique. The old and the old is definitely unique from the commentary. And then we have 50-some uh, biblical theology topics – or essays where for temple covenant law gospel mm -hmm. 50 of those and again the commentary doesn't do that commentary is just a commentary from matthew through revelation these this is something more something uh much different and then we have um uh 22 essays that are related to this field like typology letter couriers rhetoric all of these things, methodology, mm -hmm. and then we have seven essays on how uh, Jewish literature uses the Old Testament, pseudepigrapha, Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, Philo, these sorts of things. And then we have five theology essays like theology or um, theological interpretation by Van Hooser and, and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's much, much broader, in fact. It it, it complements the, the commentary very, very well. So the commentary is, hey, how is Matthew using Hosea? Uh, how, you know, you can just as you would look it up in a in a commentary. This is much yeah. more. Um, hey, I want to I want to learn about this particular aspect of the old and the new or I want to learn about this biblical theological piece. Yeah, this is where you would go. Yeah, absolutely. Um and I think that's that's one of the things that makes it <clears throat> makes it stand out. Um, and, you know, like you said earlier, uh, there were ways to access this, this most of this kind of information uh, before this. Yes. But you had to yes. go like 35 different places to try to find. Right. Well, right. there's this one off article here or there's this one off right. chapter right. in this monograph or, oh, there's this commentary on this book that has a great section on mm -hmm. use of the Old Testament in Matthew or in Luke or whatever. But to have a sort of one stop shop like this, um, it's 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 a game changer in, in the field, I think. And, in terms of that. and there and it's filled with you know, up-to-date bibliography as, as right. up-to-date as it could possibly be. And, uh, you know, the field just continues to explode and it just tracing all of the publications. So this is just a resource, even from a bibliographic standpoint, um, yes. would be, would be terrific. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, you're, you're obviously one of the, one of the editors, but did you contribute any of the articles? 
I only did uh, an essay on mystery because my editorial work took so much time. Yeah, I didn't have any. I didn't have any time to write. I, you know, yeah. I spent <laughs> thousands of hours oh, reading yeah. and emailing, and I just, I just didn't have any time to write. And I was also working on a number of other projects at the same mm-hmm. time, so I just had zero bandwidth uh, to make that happen. So I only did one essay. In fact, um, I had to write my essay on mystery, and I even wrote the introduction to and maybe a couple other little pieces in this thing uh, at the very beginning of this process. So that when we invited contributors, uh, we had the introduction already done and we had a sample article already done so that contributors could look at these things and get a handle for the format. And so I had to get all that done at the very, very beginning. So I was writing that stuff like in 2018 uh, years before um, this thing this thing came out but you had so you have four uh, how many essays do you have matt uh three three Three. so i did okay so you got galatians yep philippians yep and then and then uh, old and old old in the old compared to the new testament yeah okay right right yep those are the three so um yeah which was uh i i thoroughly enjoyed writing all three of those um so uh yeah that was a lot that was a lot of fun um to work on those uh let's see here so um i i know you want to be careful about picking out favorites obviously so let's let's avoid maybe that term favorites but uh well let's start here both of us have already uh mentioned one of the places where this volume is going to stand out is, are the entries by Dan Gertner um mm-hmm. And so why don't you talk a little bit about why those entries are um, going to be so useful, so beneficial for people. So this would be on the student side of things. I'm not quite right. sure pastors would get into this, but on the student side and the mm-hmm. scholarly side, Dan just does an amazing job of surveying these huge um, Jewish, uh, these all these Jewish texts. Yeah. Uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Pseudepigrapha and how they use the Old Testament. So it's very thorough. And he has got these amazing tables set up that he generated on in just comparing uh, how Jewish um, th- these Jewish documents use the Old Testament and the New Testament. And it's just it's just really an amazing resource that in and of itself is is worth the price of admission. I've never seen anything quite like that. Um Another another essay that I really really like, and I think it should be a, a standard essay in all old and the new classes, and that is Chris Beatham's essay on quotations, allusions, and echoes. And it's absolutely superb. I think this is the best hmm. essay that I've read on what is a quotation, how does that work? What is an illusion? How does that work? What is an yeah. echo? How does that work? Defining it, it's very clear. He's it's it's very um, accessible, and yet it's nuanced and it's up to date, and it really is. Um, yeah, I think that's the best I've read on on definitions and how it works, and and yeah, the literature. Yeah, it's really yeah. really good. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, have you read that one? Have you have you read that essay? Uh 
I think I have briefly skimmed it, but not. Uh, it's an uh, update. He updated his. It's an update from his dissertation. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Um, but yeah, I think um, that's 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 a good one to to highlight for people, um, and even just so uh, you know, looking through even just some of these topics here, there's also. Uh, several articles here, one, two, three, on the history of interpretation. So one on the early church, one on uh, from 300 to 1800, and then 1800 to present, which can really be uh, helpful in just kind of seeing the flow of how <clears throat> how this whole area has been thought about, written about, discussed, and used. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We could have even had another, and it's just, we just didn't have room, but we really could have done another one on the last like 30 years, mm-hmm. which would have been, which would have been great. We just yeah. didn't have that. We just didn't have that space, but to give a nice, Hey, this is what happened. Cause it goes, it really, I mean, the 30, the last 30 years is really kind of its own For thing. Sure. And, um, but I mean, you just, you just can't do everything. Yeah, though, and to um, and to find somebody, and in addition, you'd have to find somebody that's willing to write that and to yeah. trace it. That's a lot of work. <laughs> that is a a ton of work. So yes, so the scholars who know those patterns and know mm-hmm. how that works are probably unwilling to write it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's really probably how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> and then even, and I think this is something that. Uh, folks might be surprised about is is even just i'm looking at some of these topics on under the section of inner biblical exegesis but you know there's an entry on letter couriers there's an mm-hmm. entry on mm-hmm. orality uh so even just some of these things that uh and 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 literacy in the greco-roman world so mm-hmm. some, some of these topics that come up in discussions of that um have now these really helpful go-to articles that not only give a good overview of what the issue is, but then, as you mentioned earlier, give you the starting point for some of the key bibliographical, you know, what are some of the key works in this area that you need to to uh, to go pursue, as well as now, <clears throat> there's an article in here on uh, prosopological exegesis, which is an area that has kind of exploded, not exploded, come become more prominent in the last yes yes last 10 years uh, yeah ten. seven ten years something like that yeah um and so it's it it this is now clearly uh you know the go-to up-to-date kind of starting point uh for uh for both students and for pastors mm-hmm. um but right, we even I, have an essay on uh allegory typology yep. Yep. Um, uh, O.P. Robertson wrote one on new areas for exploration of the old and the new, the very Mm -hmm. sort of creative, uh, essay that he wrote that, in fact, he, he wrote it. I I think the story goes, he's like, Hey, here's an essay that I wrote. Would you want to include it? And we, we were like, Hey, this is really good. Yeah. Let's, let's find space. Mm-hmm. in the dictionary to include this essay because it was it's classic op robertson 
um very nuanced it's it's a lot of fun to read so we we ended up e even bringing in kind of things like that yeah for sure for sure um <clears throat> so let's talk i i, I want to circle back to how pastors can use this but let me start with how uh how this would help students in particular so we're thinking whether it's uh undergrads in a in a bible class or even you know seminary students um, or potentially even uh, even PhD students. So how might this resource help students uh, as they approach this issue? Yeah, I mean, I think you start with are you if you're preaching on a book of the Bible, take 10 minutes and read the essay on that on that book. Give you a nice sort of synthetic uh, analysis of the Old Testament's use in that book, whether it's mm -hmm. Old Testament or New Testament. Just take 10 minutes. Uh, if you're interested in, hey, what is a quotation? Wasn't it? What is an illusion? How do, how do these things work? Read again. Read that chapter that Chris Beatham wrote, um, and then you could also say something like, "Oh, I want to learn more about the image of God in in a biblical theological way." Well, then read um, the essay uh, by uh, Kathy McDowell on image of God. And what's and this has not been said yet, Matt, but. It's important to to point out that this is a very evangelical conservative product. Um, yeah. These issues that are discussed here, it really they really do have they're directly related to one's view of scripture and inerrancy yeah. and integrity. And um, so this volume is edited by four conservative evangelicals. Mm -hmm. The authors are all are all uh, evangelicals with a high view of scripture. And so this volume is going to look different and it's going to read differently from other volumes that do not share that those important commitments. Yeah. So, yeah. So all that to say is some of these biblical themes. So like the uh, nature of justification by Zyphert is really good. Marriage, Messiah, priest promises like any of those. I mean, there are fit. There are 50 of those. So. A pastor or student that's interested in those themes would do well to look them up. So you, you're probably familiar with the new dictionary of biblical theology that IVP yeah. uh, produced um, a couple of decades ago. So this would just be mm -hmm. an updated version of that. Those those essays. This is those um, thematic ones. Yeah. Right. 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 Because the 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 bibliography will be more up to date. There's going to be a little bit more nuance. There are some sort of on the new nuance that was that that wasn't there, right? Um, in that in that older dictionary, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I I really think, uh, like you said, one obvious way to use it is I'm teaching on this book of the Bible. Read the entry on that uh on that book and get a Take feel. Take ten for minutes. How. Ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, for sure, and then. Uh, I think another area that's really going to benefit students here, uh, and as and potentially pastors as well, depending on what they're doing, um, are these different entries on Jewish literature, because you know most students and pastors are just not going to have the time to do like the big deep dive themselves on how's. How does Philo use the Old Testament? How, how is the Old Testament used in, in the pseudepigrapha texts, which are various and that sort of thing? Like, they just don't have the time for that. But to have an expert in the field be able to say, let me give you the, the map 
essentially of how how the Old Testament so is used in some of these different texts. And um, as a good starting point for that, uh, I think is super, mm-hmm. super helpful. And that's in in Matt, in that vein, there we have several essays on this on the Septuagint. And the Septuagint mm-hmm. is a very difficult area. Yeah. And several of these are amazing entryways into that whole field. Uh, we've got one, two, three, four. We have four essays on the Septuagint here. And Karen Jobes and several others did work here. And they're very, very good. We also have some uh, essays on the Targums yep. that are really, really good. Uh, I mean, it, it, it this is very impressive stuff here. And uh, to have it in one volume, I think, is just really the, um, yeah, it justifies the, the cost of admission. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. So, um, how do you plan to use this resource even in uh, in your teaching? Like, do you plan to assign it as a text or is it just a thing you're pointing students to uh, as you come across the, the various different topics of, hey, if you want to have a good sense of what this is, go check this article out? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously I'm passionate about this just as you are, so I'm going to require this whenever it's appropriate, whenever it's mm-hmm. germane to the class. Um, I want my students to think in terms of old and the old, old and the new. They just need mm-hmm. to constantly be thinking about that so that they can get a handle on the way the story of the Bible unfolds, the way these New Testament authors are aware of Old Testament texts and, and how the and how that works. It's not super hard. There are compl- there are complexities here, but overall we don't need to make this more difficult than it is. And so this is an amazing resource where they can learn these things, they can learn a methodology, they can learn definitions, and they can see it work out and put it to use. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to recommend, I do recommend this volume. I've had several students begin to read this and they're, it's great. It's already working itself out in the classroom. So I think it's, it's a, yeah, I mean, yes, I'm going to assign it. Um, I think it's these essays are accessible. They're not written. Mm-hmm. I made sure the editors made sure to be very careful about technical language. We only use technical when technical language is employed. We had the off, author define it mm-hmm. so that those who are unfamiliar with these with these areas could understand. Right. Are and you going to use it? I mean, what are you know? Are you going to? Yes. I mean, I think. Um... Ever since, uh, basically the entire time I've I've been teaching, I've told students, um, if you have to skip a few meals to buy the commentary on the New Testament <laughs> use of the Old Testament. You have uh, to give some plasma. Yeah, like it's totally worth it. Uh, and I'm going to say the same thing about this uh, in terms of, um, you know, if you need to, if you need to you know, save up a little money or especially as we're coming up to Christmas now. I mean, that, Christmas. This, this thing should go at the top of the uh, at the Christmas list of, uh, hey, mom and dad. Hey, Santa. Hey, hey, spouse. Uh, <clears throat> how about uh, how about uh, hooking me up with this? Uh, with the best this? price, Matt, the best price that I've seen it is Westminster Bookstore, uh, $38. So wow. that's that's. Yeah. I, is it uh, somebody, is retail like 60 retails like probably 60 60, 60 right somebody had 
messaged that to me or tagged me in something. And uh, yeah, they're running a sale, $38. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I wasn't getting, and I still might pick up an extra copy, uh, though I might go the uh, the Logos route. Uh, I and... Yes, I'm for sure going to get a Logos. Yes, because it's going to be amazing on uh mm-hmm. in fact you had asked me and I, I didn't i didn't answer this but how am i going to use it personally mm-hmm. this book is chock full with references yeah scriptural references jewish references mm-hmm. and you're going to want to look those up it's just terrific and you're going to want to search you can search things of course in the yep. electronic copy yeah i personally will use the electronic copy way more than the hardback yeah yeah i will too though i don't know how I'm guessing we're kind of similar here. Um, if I'm going to sit and read like an article, I, I want to have yes, the now, I want to have the hard copy yes, in yes, in front of that's me. Correct, but that's correct. In terms of the the usability for um, for the ref for the references, especially with you know Logos and Accordance, where you can just you know put your mouse over a reference and it gives you a little pop up window of what that reference is, saves I mean countless hours of tracking down hours what is that reference there you know oh so here's this reference in the mishnah you know if you've got the appropriate resources in your your software package just pops right up oh there it is there's the reference oh i see it you know as opposed to either having to pull it off your shelf or go to the library maybe because you don't have a hard copy of it you know so it's absolutely uh gold when it comes to that it's and you know I've got a I I mentioned this to you before we started recording but it's very handy like it's it's a it's not an overwhelmingly huge book um, they designed this thing to be very user friendly um, the hard, the hard copy that is so you really can snuggle up I mean I envision myself the snow is falling I got the fire on I'm three Reese's peanut butter cups deep yeah. And I am am slogging through this book. There you go. Um, Now, I, as I said, I only have a a sort of pre-pub version here. But uh, yeah, it looks like it. So uh, there is a scripture index as well as Mm -hmm. other ancient writings. And I'm telling you, those kinds of things are absolute huge gold. Huge. Because you might be you might be working on a passage say in um in galatians and um so you look up your galatians passage in the index and then you look up maybe the old testament allusion that you think is there or that's mm-hmm. there and then you can look at all these different places where those texts are mentioned or discussed i mean it's a great entry point into um into finding out what what might be there for whatever illusion or citation or even an echo you might be working on. That's exactly right. Yeah. Electronic copy is, or just search, not just that, but just searching keywords. Yep. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. It's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a terrific thing. Yes. So uh, ava- it, it, this is available on, you know, it's obviously you mentioned Westminster books, uh, obviously available on places like Amazon. It is available in Logos. And it's I 58, it's- 58, just to give you a sense, it's 58 
on Amazon in thirty eight ninety nine at Westminster. So just to give you a yeah. sense for price, and, and I believe it's forty five if you do, if you order directly from Baker from their warehouse. So, hmm. well, and there will be, uh, uh, I'm sure, at ETS or SBL if you're going yes. there. Um, I can't remember if Baker does a 40% or a 50% discount. I think it's 40. I think it's 40. So maybe they'll let it go for how much would that be? Maybe 40 bucks? Yeah. That'd 37? Be yeah. My right guess would be between 37, uh, 37 to 40 would probably be the ETS price. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I you think- don't want to buy. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it, it's handy, but it's not. Handy, handy. I mean, you don't want too many of these things in your luggage. Right. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> That's mean. That's what I'm trying to say. You're probably going to want to go the route of having them ship it to you after the conference. Yes, yes, um, yes. But uh, I haven't checked recently. I think the Logos price, I want to say. Was, is it? Okay. 54. I just checked today. I just looked it up. And then Accordance yeah. is probably similar-ish. They haven't they haven't posted a a pre they don't do pre pub stuff so okay. my guess they it, my guess is that it'll be probably around fifty bucks okay when they when they release it but it's not I don't know if they've even started uh, importing it sure yes so um yeah uh, anything else that you want to to mention about this particular uh, resource. Um, I mean, I feel like we've covered a good bit of I like the cover. I like the cover. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about the cover. (laughs) The cover's amazing. You were so excited to show this to me. Was it last year's ETS? I think, was it around there? probably. (laughs) Probably around there, yeah. It's Jonah Jonah meets Stranger Things, right? (laughs) Yes. Because this fish, this fish is a mythological creature. Yeah. And this cover is just terrific. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. Now, it's, this might this might not be something you want to put on your coffee table if there are small children right. around. Right. <laughs> it could, right. That's it exactly could, right. It could, it could terrify frighten them. the little ones. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, it is. I I I wasn't sure what Baker would come up with. I mean, you know, we don't have much control over that and right. uh when they, when they showed us the preview i was like this is terrific i yeah. had never seen i had never seen this picture before it's really really good no i mean it's it, it it works all the way around the 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 expression on the on the fish's face is is gold yes it's yes the <laughs> mouth is humongous the eyes yeah. are ginormous yeah and he is he it is a it's massive. Jonah's I, I think he I think he has at this point in the narrative, Jonah has come out of the fish and the fish kind of misses Jonah being in his <laughs> belly. You can kind of see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh my goodness. That th- this this is I mean, I, I the the cover of the uh, of the commentary on the New Testament used the old testament is fine, it's good. But it's this fine. is yeah. this is next level. This, this is, is next level. level. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's Jonah meets Stranger Things. Yeah, this is a terrifying. This is a terrifying fish. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we uh, we will encourage uh, you to go out and find a copy of this. We mentioned uh, it's available at Westminster Books. Um, they often have uh, really good deals on um, yes. on different oh, yes. resources. So they're they're always. I know the 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 sort of default position can be just to kind of gravitate towards look at Amazon, click it and go. But um, always worth checking Westminster. Uh, to see what kind of deals they have. And then, of course, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the Logos version will release um, like 14th or 15th of November. So it's not mm-hmm. quite out That's yet. Correct. But it, That's correct. That's correct. coming. It's and coming. I've had a number of people tell me that they've already ordered the Logos version. It's on their front page. Yeah, I think it'll sell really, really well. And I, I my sense is that those who purchase the commentary will want to will want to purchase this you know anything that has beale and carson on the cover people just yeah. get and so this is yeah i think this is going to offer a really nice yeah it's going to be great well and i can see um i i'm sh- i'm sure baker has thought about this and this might end up logos might do in, do something like this but pairing those two resources together at a discounted rate of like you know buy the commentary buy the dictionary together and get a discounted yes. rate RHB has started doing that. They yeah. RHB has a number of bundles on sale mm-hmm. uh, doing precisely that. You're right. So, uh, yeah, if you, even if you're not, you know, doing, you know, scholarly work on these things, uh, <clears throat> this is a amazing, practically uh, usable kind of resource for pastors, for a Bible study mm-hmm. leader, for mm-hmm. Sunday school teachers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyone who wants just to get a better sense of what uh, what a particular uh, author is doing with the Old Testament mm-hmm. in their in their book, so uh, if I think this else, is easier. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I you know, no, you're done. I'm done. Go ahead. I I think that this is easier to use than the commentary. So the commentary, um, it's it's obviously it's amazing, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of comparisons and it has a lot of jewish literature literature woven into it and it's mm-hmm. it's probably written probably one step higher one click higher yeah a little bit more on the scholarly side of things this is uh, I th- this is more accessible for people so i think yes. that your your average bible study leader mm-hmm. student church goer that kind of thing uh will find this easier to use agreed uh, yeah, and I think um, again using them together, you know, you read. Oh, is amazing. Yeah, you read the dictionary to get the big picture on Philippians right. or Jeremiah or Luke or Mark or whatever it might be, and then as you come across specific allusions or quotations, then you dip into the commentary and go, okay, now yes, here's my that's here's exactly my right deep dive on this particular. But again, it's sort of the forest and the trees thing, right? You know, the com- the commentary is mm-hmm. largely oriented towards, let me show you as many of the trees as we can. <laughs> That's and true. That's the dictionary is like, well, here's the here's the whole forest. And we'll use yes. some examples yes. of trees, but like get the big yes. picture. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's well put. That's well put. In fact, they're um uh, we're revising that commentary, and in the revision, uh, more attention is going to be given to allusions because the quotation's already done. 
the more more in other words not just trees but now the shrubs there you go <laughs> excellent <laughs> love it love it love it all right ben well um anything else you want to add i think we've kind of kind of covered our bases here no that's i'm i'm, I'm really excited I've, we've had a lot of good feedback mm-hmm. and um we're very proud of this volume i know baker's proud of this volume and i'm just thankful that god gave us the grace to get it here there were times when i you know it's it's these these projects are always more complicated than what anybody expects even the publisher nobody knows really what it will be like you know once once it's done and so there were some there were some times when it was difficult but we you know we managed to to kind of figure it out so i'm thankful for that yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, congratulations to you and to uh, well, you Andy. as well. I mean, you know, you wrote you wrote three essays, so I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, yeah, I was privileged to be a part of it. So, um, well, uh, if you happen to uh, to uh, to see us at ETS, feel free to uh, to say hello. I know we've got some listeners who will who will probably be there. So, um, and uh, you, you you will probably exactly find right. us wandering the book area repeatedly <laughs> matt i had i was in kansas city i was preaching uh at a church in kansas city this weekend just a couple of days ago and i had a couple of people come up to me and say hey i listened to your podcast and yeah. i'm like oh hey somebody besides my mom that's right <laughs> that's right yeah yeah that's it's fun um it, it's fun when people uh enjoy it uh so all right. Um, well, uh, I can't predict when we'll record again because we don't know. <laughs> December. But, we'll make it happen. We have some we'll have some space in December. There you go. And we'll have to uh, do some, maybe some reflections on ETS because, you know. The, yes, there you the, go. The people watching the bingo at card. ETS. The bingo card is amazing. Oh, man. Now, yes. now, some of that we won't be able to share on air, but... <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a sort of bingo card uh that we work off of so but uh anyway uh again we uh we appreciate everyone uh listening and uh ben always good chatting with you i'll look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks there in san antonio so uh thanks for joining us today on the biblical theology briefing podcast and we look forward to being with you again soon take care <laughs>